Oh, you better watch out and you better not cry. You better not pout and I'm telling you why. I'm here with the kids. Part of the kids, super group 33 kids. What's up, bitches? What's going on? Konnichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like, are you calling just us bitches? <laughs> Listeners are like, are you calling us bitches or are you calling them bitches? What's going on? Well, we're all friends. We can call, you can, you know, call yeah, each other. We're bitches. just hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Hanging out, high fiving. You know, we call each other fucking silly bitches there here now and then. How you guys doing? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is my. Medium pleasure and utmost <laughs> aspiration <laughs> to uh, to introduce uh, one of the best groups coming out of Canada and nay I say possibly North America, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Kinetic Intelligence Developing Soul Kids. How you doing, guys? No, thank you. Real well, man. Yeah, Real well. we're doing yep. good. Yeah, yeah. Currently on the mic, we have Jay Miz. <laughs> Hello, that's me. Calvin Smaller. What up? And we have the impeccable Yakabelli yeah. Extra Evolutionary. Yeah, Jake yeah. Evolved. And we have Ryan Muro. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a creep. Yeah, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've had a really great week here. We're sitting here and uh, we just decorated the condo because we're still recording out of the condo. You know, it's festive up here. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah beautiful. it's real nice. You guys did a great Thanks, job. guys. Thanks. Uh, you know, uh, Liz and I try to. You know, basically live I season give Liz to season. The credit. Yeah. Am I yeah. wrong? Yeah. Um. You know what? Liz? Actually, you are kind of wrong. Actually, yeah. I say so his, really? his height probably came in for yeah. this kind of stuff. Do you think she's well, doing that? Look, look at the lighting rig you got going chairs. on here. She's not going to reach yeah. that. Yeah. Who did the garland job? Uh. Yeah. You know. Oh my God, that's adorable. Well, is yeah. it a is it a good compliment you're about to say, or is it a bad thing? It's a great one, man. Oh, then I totally did it. That was me. <laughs> Across the yeah, wall. I, t- I totally did that. Yeah. You know. Fucking, uh, so you guys got like what, fifteen to seventeen thousand air miles, or or uh, you know, is there road points you can get for tours? You guys have been doing crazy amounts of road. We shows got twenty thousand petro points. Petro points. Is that? Help? Do you need twenty one thousand to get a free Tony the Tiger Petro Tiger? It was like Esso Tiger. Yeah, he's yeah. an Esso man. Oh Come god, on. does Esso even? Does Esso no, still he's exist? A Chevron man. Yeah. A Chevron yeah, Tiger. What? Oh, hey, wait, 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 <laughs> does, uh, does Esso still exist? Oh, Esso's still around, yeah. We, yeah. We, we hit an Esso just outside of Lethbridge in Cohurst. Where's Cohurst? It's like, what, 20 minutes outside of Lethbridge. Oh, yeah, the first stop on the, yeah. way on the highway. We were like, oh, After, after I gave 18 different misdirections yeah. on our way home. <laughs> yeah, we were having a tough time. We were just going around in circles. Just before Kay took a Thank big you. rock in the windshield. Yeah. Oh, oh windshield yeah. damage. How much does that cost? I don't know. Uh, hopefully, eleven bucks. Yeah, hopefully, only eleven dollars for the insurance. Oh, eleven dollars, so. right? That's true. Right, dollars a day. Okay, because uh, on many a road trip and tours and all that shit with uh, my brother Jordan, he always bitches about the chips in the window. See that right there? That's a deductible. See that right there? That, that's just another one right Yo, there. That's valid. Yeah. yeah, all day. Yeah, but but and then I'm like, wow, how much does that cost? What are we talking? Like twelve bucks? You know. 12 bucks meanwhile the kid's got his like seventh ipod or something like that his like seventh generation fucking shuffle <laughs> <laughs> i don't know chips in the glass should be part of going on the road that's it's inherent there's no two ways about it you're gonna get a chip in the road it's what else what else is uh inherent what else always happens sleep uh, deprivation yeah Holy. how do you deal with that farts that's yeah. disgusting <laughs> mad, mad no you get used to it everybody has flatulence how dare you 
How dare you? That's how except, we for, it. except for Ali gets mad when we do it in the van. Yeah, yeah, I get mad too. He's oh, like yeah. a hypocrite. Man. Oh. Laughs at you. Oh really? <laughs> oh really? No, even even uh, to air more people out. Like well, our last tour, we went with Nikki. So like she's with four boys, right? Right. So Nikki Saint is uh, traveling with you guys, and yeah. uh, how does she acclimate to your gaseous? She smells? just gets in on the party, man. Really? Oh yeah, she just like bang, like just let him go all day. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's just Aaron, a small cup of fart. Aaron her out. That's what touring is, I guess. It's like you have to be able to be so close to everyone involved that like that can't upset you. I gotta um, say though, I would probably commit capital murder if I have to really deal with it for a long time. I don't know. Imagine I guess. six weeks of it, bro. Yeah. See, I don't know. Fuck the fuck. I don't know. Fuck the what, man? I might have to. Have, you know, if I had a window seat, maybe I'd be okay. Oh, yeah. that's the other thing. Is the last time the one. Only one the window only worked. one window worked. So we're like summer, thirty seven degrees coming out of Kelowna. Like only one window That's working. hot. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus. AC was kinda nil too. It was like a warm breeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So so you just have to deal with it and get used to it. And you just start learning who does it by the smell of it. What do you that's disgusting. That's the rugged truth. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is. The best part is like I'm going to throw somebody else under the bus here. Kelvin will be like just letting him rip, and you think he's ripping the seat, this front seat while he's driving. But then all of a sudden, you just it'll just go quiet, and he'll have like a just a, a normal flat look on his face, and he'll just smell it. He'll be like, okay, what the hell, man? That's just- disgusting as fuck, man. I got to be real. The silent assassin. <laughs> He, did. he know, looks man. really innocent though when he how does many, it. How many super groups out there do you think have uh, fallen over the years due to flatulence? Like, <laughs> like you know, like Jackson Five. They're just like, man, fuck this. I am. I don't care how big of a star you are. I'm out of here. This is disgusting. Like how many times? Like NWA. Know, do you think NWA broke up because of? Uh, you think that's why Toto always had that look on his face? Always. <laughs> that's why his hair was always so greasy. Because they had him behind MJ every time. <laughs> In the photos, he just. How about really? the brooch with Living Legends? PSE, quit farting. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Beginning of the song. That's how it goes. That's one of the first, one of the first times I've ever been heard it made public. So if that's they one, do, they don't, they don't make it public. That's a that's one uh, aspect of hip hop I've never got into. Uh, was like that whole, that whole fucking sub set sub scene of like living legends and stuff like that. Like uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Zion I and and Grouch and all those guys, right? But like, I never actually like got into it as a fan it wasn't even like it was bad i just never had time to listen to it i just mm-hmm. never you know i don't know is there music out there you guys listen to but you don't like i don't know is there music out there that you respect but you never had time to get into i could say Nas for me like i what he, he wasn't you never one got of the into main, Nas? no he wasn't one of the main wow. dudes that i listened to wow um to be honest like and and it was it was a slow start for me too like for for a number of the big cats like including Pac and, and biggie too right like i i started with listening to a lot of just underground west coast well kelvin how, how did you get into it then in the, the hip-hop well because that's usually that's the gateway drug right there that's the the people that usually get well, at least this generation in, into it so how, how did you uh how did you come into it you know we're Roman all in the same Rowe, he introduced me to like vancouver hip-hop and that's so me. swollen members was one of the first groups that i like like i dmx was my first record ever okay but, the whole Swollen Members Battle Axe uh, camp, you know, probably like closer to 10 years ago was like sort of the first movement that I listened to. And anyone that they featured on their records, 
I would go and buy their record too. Okay. So okay. Asia, Phil the Agony, Dilated Peoples, J5. And it, and it would just keep expanding it that way. Man, that makes a lot of sense when it comes to your actual style and, and, and the way you <laughs> rhyme, actually. That makes a lot of sense, actually. That, that's cool, man. I didn't know that. I, I think it's crazy you never got into NOS, though. That's kind of... That's what? Like, how did you even... Yo, Jake has shown me the most amount of NOS that I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. Because Mizzy used to be, like, the biggest Jay-Z dude ever. And then uh, I was I was always the NOS dude. And then uh, we kind of, like actually have switched up lately where it's i'm like you know i don't mind a j record now and then he's like yo like this nos records <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing i don't know what who, who uh what were you jake i grew up on nos and and black star who was like an artist that i respect but never got into yeah like i'm saying like living legends for me it's like i always saw um i never heard of living legends until i moved out west mm-hmm. like i never even heard of them and then I moved to Vancouver and like I'd go out mingle with people and they'd be like I'm going to this Living Legends show and I was like, word. We're okay, like, yeah. And, and you're from Ontario too. Yeah, northwest yeah, yeah. like northwestern Ontario too. So out in the boonies, you know. So that makes I'm a lot of sense. Not because, heavily exposed to a lot of underground. Yeah, like Monroe, yo, like Rye, The fact that you like showed like a like a battle axe roster mm-hmm. to to uh, Kelvin and then that kind of you know basically brought his, his taste into light mm-hmm. that. That must be crazy, you know, you guys opening for, like, Mad Child and shit in the past, and, and now it's, like, you know, because I think a lot of times those types of influences, because they're such, like, a dev- like a, a first step kind of development, um, they usually are so far out of reach. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like again, like a Nos, like a, a Biggie, you know, like he's beyond the, you have to go beyond the grave to, get, yeah. to, get, to see him, you know? You I got to go to Coachella yeah, like, with the Yo, I just opened for hologram. Biggie. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of idea is what I'm saying is, you know, to be able to have already achieved that really, like, oh, like, you know, he's like on a peer level. Like how, how does that, uh, how does that affect how you listen to music now? Do you, do you guys like, do you still? It's very much a, a give and take i mean back in the day yeah it was a lot like that but more recently as i've gotten older and taken on more responsibilities i've had less time to seek out that music right right. and uh an example would be kendrick i mean i i've never taken the time on my own to listen to him but i mean long long times on the road we've i've managed to peep most of his if not all his albums and he's someone i've got a tremendous amount of respect for and i could see um I could see the the skill in there, and it's and there's other ones too, um, but definitely as time as as time has gone on, um, it's been one of those things that have that has really sort of switched roles. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar is is kind of a unique breed. He's yeah. uh, he's definitely um, getting that push right now from the industry. Mm. Um, he's like in a top tier position clearly, and uh, y- you know every once in a while. Mm-hmm. In, in the industry the cycle pushes out these like really really quality artists that actually have the push yeah. you know they're not just like uh, a trinidad james that's getting the mm-hmm. push but everyone's kind of like eh, what's what's going on here why is this guy getting that push kind of thing it's mm-hmm. like uh it's uh, he's a prolific uh yeah. artist at this point which is pretty cool so I, i'm actually kind of excited to see where he goes with it because i i'm actually in your position yeah right i i officially never have really check for Kendrick Lamar but to get ready for this podcast today I, I went and fucking streamed a whole Kendrick Lamar mixtape I don't know if it was just some random DJ it was on datpiff.com Cotton, Cotton State of Mind too I don't know what it was but you know that the title track <laughs> this this sounds like I'm such a fucking bandwagon guy right now the title track for uh, Good Kid Mad City came on 
because I don't even know if it was if it was, but it just said Mad City, and I was like, oh, this has got to be the title record, right? That, that yeah, it kind of sequenced it. For, there's one track right, but it's got a Good Kid and then Mad City. So one's yeah. yeah so okay, so the uh, the Mad City record with MC8. Boom, boom, that that oh that was crazy drums. The boom, oh, that I don't know. You download it, you bitches. I don't fucking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I like that shit. Do you, do you guys? Uh, do, would you guys admit that um, he's more flow based than lyrics, or is he more lyric based than flow? I think he's very well rounded. Yeah, man. Uh, he's pretty versatile with his flow, and and the lyrics are on point regarding like telling stories, especially plus mixing wordplay in. Uh, I have a lot of respect for him. Uh, a good friend of mine who's very critical of of uh, artistry in general uh, claims that the flaw in Kendrick Styles that his flow isn't versatile enough, and that his voice doesn't get. Uh, I would disagree Fine. with that. Yeah, I, I yeah, disagree with it as well. well. I disagree yeah. with it as well. So. I can't believe someone would even suggest. That's like yeah. the one. That would be like if you didn't like Michael Jackson, but you said, ah, you know, he's dancing. I don't know. That's, you know, I I, I respect the guy, but he can't really dance. Like, I'd be like, what? That's the only thing he can do. In my opinion, if even if you didn't like Kendrick Lamar, you'd have to hats off and be like, okay, the motherfucker can flow. Like that, yeah, like he has crazy course. style, right? Yeah. That's that's not even a question, right? Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me that someone would even suggest that to you. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of weird. Who said that? <laughs> Put them on blast right now. No, Let's go. I'm not gonna do that. All right, make make up a name. I don't care. I'm not gonna. No, it's all good. But you can't make up a name. Well, yeah, PJ Gonzalez. Okay. <laughs> but that guy's whack. Needs to sort him. Needs to sort him out. Mizzy. Hello. What's an artist that uh, you respected? But uh, you never got into? Uh, I'd probably be similar to Jake because before I moved out here, I wasn't really uh, into like living legends and these guys listen to like atmosphere and stuff. And I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't really get into it, but I respect the music that they made. And now more so now I do listen to a lot more of it. Right. I don't go looking for it, but if we're in the car and we're bumping it, I'm like, yo, this is dope. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, you know, because we're from the same hometown, me and Miz, I feel like kind of the same. Uh I don't really like atmosphere. Um, I think that uh, slug is just kind of average when it comes to like MCing. I don't. I don't know. It, that that's the way to say it. Not even like hey, it's just an observation. I think it's just kind of average. But I think Ant DJ Ant's pretty badass with uh, his production's pretty badass. So yeah, I never really got into atmosphere. I don't know. I know there's like some song about. Uh, <laughs> this I, I'm not even gonna try. Fuck it. Why, why would he even try? It'd just be so half-assed. I don't know. But there's a song that is like, yeah, it's pretty okay. It's pretty okay. But anyway, fuck it. Uh, when you guys are on the road, because um, you guys have been touring now for a bit, uh, you guys have done Master Ace tour. Um, you guys have, jeez, uh, uh, opened it for DL Incognito. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all this by memory. You guys see my book here? I'm fucking very prepared, prepareded. Loving it, man. I'm very yeah. prepared, it, but, but I'm doing this by memory. So, uh, you know, and plus, I don't know how many one-off shows for pff, countless guys at this point, right? Like dozens uh, of uh, groups from all over America and Canada. So at this point, when you guys are on the road, um, are you guys entering into that rarefied air where you're able to like have certain expectations with like riders and stuff? What's, uh, what's the deal there? Are you guys... Uh, yeah, like because there's there's a difference between artists who shows up, yeah, and uh, they're casual and they're just like, oh hey man, it's cool. Like you guys are really laid back, obviously, but and then there's like that next kind of level where it's like, all right, shit better be fucking straight. 
or I'm not even getting out there, you know, and there's like two extremes to that. Or where do you guys fall fall in line with that? Uh, I think we're like right in between it right now yeah. because we we almost were too good of guys sometimes where we're just like, like you said, we're just like, yeah, it's all good. We roll with the punches. But sometimes that even gets us ahead too. Like this past weekend, Lethbridge, we're like, yo, we forgot to send our hospitality rider. Normally we expect this. Can you help us out? And the guy's like, yeah, just run the tab. And Oh, nice. Okay. You know what I mean? So sometimes people take care of it. So they take care of you guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and even like being on tour with like DL, even though we're support, they still like have no problem sharing everything with us. Like they're really cool. They were, DL and Tech were really cool. Um, but we're starting to get to the point where we're starting to try to command more as opposed to just being like the opening act that's happy to be there. Right. And and, and uh, we have a little bit more expectations. I think you guys have evolved beyond that. Definitely. Like a long time ago, actually. Like, th- like just happy to be there. Like, uh, Man, I I think I was watching you guys open for Sean Price, um, boot camp and uh, yeah, boot camp, yeah, and like um, oh, I might have been second time. I think you guys open for boot camp. Oh, guys, Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. Yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, that was pretty badass. But you guys, um, something about you guys up there was just like like was that post tour post master ace or is that pre that was post master ace pre dl kids summer tour so you guys are like you know just on fire like you guys have been like you know basically killing it you know when i had miz on the show a couple weeks ago uh we were talking about how this is like pretty much the first time in a few years that you guys haven't been like uh rolling out shows week to week essentially which is pretty crazy uh must be nice to kind of just lay back though for a bit hey do you guys it's given us an opportunity to hit the studio and and start building up our catalog and working on this kids record that's good man uh hypothesizing for a long time you know (laughs) we guys got it's not like you guys are sitting on your laurels you guys got a fucking no, uh, not at all, not at all. But you know, yeah, with the time, you guys got uh, summer summer school, summers. Why I say this? Yeah, summer school (laughs) mixtape is out. (laughs) I say that right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Summer school mixtapes out. You guys got a brand new on iTunes, ladies and gentlemen. What? Thirty three kids. What? Yeah, the the other the the super group, as we say. uh, Also including thirty three one third, which Calvin is a quarter of, along with Mystify, Nevermind, and Pashik the producer and you guys can stream and download that at 33kids.bandcamp.com is that right that's correct yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you can get it all over cd baby i'm one Amazon. for one i'm one for Killing one it. i'm doing pretty good and speaking of releases hey what's up we actually just released another mixtape last was it last was a week ago not even a week ago it was last wednesday this is very true uh the 33 kids ao mixtape uh, ao i our met good, those our guys good homies from east band i met those guys and they opened for you guys uh probably five six months ago and uh, what's the name of the, uh, the bigger guy with a beard? Brash. Brash. <laughs> that guy made an impression on me, definitely. <laughs> Which is yeah. cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good dudes, man. Yeah, always they're... fun to be around. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's nice to have uh, the uh, the community kind of support itself, which is nice. Are you guys still running into uh, uh, divisions? You know, like uh, before when you guys were first forming, from my recollection, it was that there were all a lot more teams in the city essentially and in this district before you guys started doing national and 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 you know doing uh out of region shows essentially there was just like a few teams real crab in the bucket mentality and now you know just based on the active level of certain people out there i'd say that you know that number has dwindled to a, a few power teams 
as opposed to like several little groups. So do you guys feel like it's uh, it's similar to that? Do you guys feel like it's different? Yeah, and I feel there's like new groups that have come up mm-hmm. since we formulated, you know, and, and came together and started putting our work in. So there's uh, like new bunches coming up. And they, you know they're hungry. They're doing their thing in the city, and they're opening for you guys November 29th at uh, Oddfellows Hall. Is that right, Ladner? Yeah, I'm yeah. two for two. Got it. Man. Yeah, you like yeah. this? See, that's how you plug. You go, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yeah. And then we got a show to. You got to be like, uh, oh, you know, there's this good group. Uh, you know, they're pretty good. They're opening for us. Not a big deal. <laughs> Fuck, and just uh, you know, throw that out there like that. Yeah. Uh, who, who else is uh, good that you guys are looking at recently coming out? New groups that are plotting while you guys are on the road. Like in the city? Yeah. No. Yeah. On your block. All over? On my block? <laughs> your personal the, block. The folks that, that we're, we're enjoying, that we like listening yeah, to. Yeah. Um, definitely like the Stoop fam. Uh, you know, friends with the help. Um, been wanting to work with, with those folks for a minute. Um, illegitimate as well. Azzy. Um, I've known him for a few years and got a hankering to, to collab with him. Um, eloquent folk too. Those guys are, yeah. I've known Aero for a minute now. It's yeah. pretty cool. And uh, Astrological, their producer is, uh, it's pretty badass, man. But he, he kind of has like, uh, like a uh, Pashik from Thirty Three Kids. He kind of has that like very, like low key mentality. Like I don't know how to like. <laughs> he can't really like reach. You know, he's yeah. inaccessible. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Pashik's a cool guy, but just like I always feel like. Uh, these releases come and i don't know when he's like stirring the cauldron essentially <laughs> you know like like it's magical i don't i don't know where he's at but yeah. uh he, it's something that always comes out which is cool so yeah uh he's pretty badass arrow's a nice guy too yeah yeah indigo kids as well yeah, yeah. indigo yeah. kids yeah i like them yeah um, I, it, I fell upon this new r&b cat in the city that i'm a big fan of who rayel he's this filipino cat who you can catch at another show. Dun, dun, dun. Nice. Where, nice. Missy, where? At Hooker's Green on December 12th down in Yaletown. Wow. It wow, will be a Kids for Kids Typhoon High and Relief Fund. All oh, the proceeds nice. from the door will be going towards Save the Children Typhoon High and Relief Fund. Well, actually, this is crazy. But uh, the first, uh, you know, fast forward a bit here. Usually I, I, I uh, ask the listener and the one of the listeners, they send in questions when I announce guests. And uh, the first question was... What are your plans regarding the recent typhoon disaster in the Philippines? Well, so now you know. Mizzy, take it away, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, that killer. Well, yeah, that happened in, uh, as myself, I'm part Filipino. My father's from Tarlax. It's north of where the disaster was. But uh, when, it, when it all happened, we, we run a charity called Kids for Kids. It's an organization that we run. And we didn't have an initiative going right now. So I talked to the guys, and we have a couple singles available. Did it for the kids, part one as well as another slice on the kidsmusic604.bandcamp.com. They're available for sale, as well as Commiserate Your Soul, which I did with yourself. Oh, yes. And uh, oh, those yes. are available for sale, and all the proceeds from that will be going towards Save the Children's Typhoon High and Relief Fund. That's as good. As well as this this show that we're doing, it'll be the full door proceeds will be going towards full that. Full door. See that, ladies and gentlemen, see that? That is generosity. Full door. None of this half-door stuff. It's all love. No, it's half door. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we could easily just pass up money. We're, we're artists; we try to make money too, but we want to give back to the community and, and show that we do 
it's more than just about us and we know that right? yeah it's well you guys have been back. part of so many benefits and stuff before like you said your your uh, uh organization you guys started kids for kids uh you guys are uh a charity you guys you guys do a lot of work especially uh um individually and as a team with uh inner city youth and you guys are definitely speaking to younger children letting them know uh i got a real question for you a real question at what point do you do you kind of like take off the role model glasses with them though and like let them know like hey you, you, you want to smoke this or something you want to go like you know you want to drink that because like you know at one point like i gotta you know you're not gonna lead them on a wrong path but then and you know on a realistic point they're looking at you like hey you're you're a cool guy do you want to you want to hang out you know have a drink or something like that what do you i don't know it depends the context of the relationship and how it was formed you know what i mean uh within a certain relationship context you have to keep certain boundaries up to maintain the professionalism and then uh, you know in all relationships you you don't want to be a bad influence on anyone you know but at the same time you can let loose and be yourself and for myself it, when it comes to the artistry uh, the artistry even though we might have a song here or there that like the topic is something maybe more positive and uplifting I will never allow myself to not express what I want to express when I'm writing a song. So if I feel some way and uh, it might have a, a more negative connotation to it, then I'm gonna write that song anyways, you know? And the artistry will be taken for what it is. But when it comes to those specific relationships, uh, for the sake of professionalism, you have to maintain uh, healthy boundaries. That's pretty rad. That's pretty rad, man. Do you really, uh, do you have no, negative influence on any relationship well no i'm not saying i don't i'm saying you never intend to you know what i mean oh, okay it's not like you you go into meeting someone and be like you know i, I want to fuck this person's life up you know what i mean like this person right here i'm gonna do what i can to send them like to rock bottom you know like that's my goal that's my goal with this person right here so that's never your aim you know obviously we're all human we make mistakes we we rub some people wrong you know could you imagine just like, yeah, and then I'm going to tunnel his life into the ground, <laughs> yeah. son. Just ruin it. <laughs> Yo, I met this new guy. Just going to ruin him. It's going yeah. to be awesome. Up and in the city. I've just yeah. been waiting Ooh. for Ooh. someone yeah. like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, we need to set the show. It's in South, South Delta. And then just, yeah, well, then we in North Van laughing. Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, yeah, that's a crazy trick. How many times do you do that? Two or three times? And then, <laughs> kids be like, this guy's a prick. <laughs> kind of setting me into the ground here. Do you have a... a a uh, favorite uh oh here's what i wanted to ask you fuck i got it. this is a good question um as you guys are developing your show okay live yeah. you guys are really really energetic there's a lot of bodies on stage especially when you guys are 33 kids mm -hmm. there's like five of you up there um six I, six we're dj right six yeah, yeah and we also spits too so it's i mean we just kind of take turns behind the table sometimes five or six there is yeah. six yeah sitting right beside me can't yeah. even give you respect i'm yeah, so I'm sorry quiet though <laughs> okay. yeah i'm two for three here we go okay uh so basically what i was gonna ask is like as you develop the show um a lot of people look at like okay breath control synchronization with people is there anything that you guys want like wish list style that you want to add to the show like like i'm talking like Use your imagination, motherfuckers. Like like laser cannons and fucking I don't know shirt well, guns. <laughs> you know, know, obviously, it'd be nice to develop the show one day, and it would take 
a lot of production and pre-production but you know to have a huge like theatric stage show yeah you know uh, i've heard about kanye putting on elaborate uh shows with different things happening on stage with him so to to make it more theatrical one day has always been a goal of mine you know but uh it's you know maybe one day it'll come for now i'm still i'm still working on just using my voice properly you know what i mean i blow my voice out way too much and that shit is something i have to fix projecting mm-hmm. being able to utilize the microphone as a tool yeah yeah, yeah. it so. also requires a bigger budget too well definitely. <laughs> yeah. and obviously as as exemplified by the kanye coming to vancouver i mean you, you got more gizmos to add to your show there's more things to go wrong too so i mean like jake said when it comes down to it um the, the quality and the integrity of the show, I feel, is always in the artist himself and, and how um, they they perform and how they work their craft mm-hmm. on stage and how we do that. So, yeah. But if you can add more elements to it, it just makes it more engaging, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's and true. It, and yeah. it adds yeah. to Absolutely. it, you know? Even and, yeah. uh, I feel you, though. I know what you're saying, definitely. The definitely, integrity. the artist comes yeah. first, you know what I mean? The if, you can't, if you can't grab a mic and rap, then why would I listen to you rap? Exactly. But if you can add and build on to that, and yeah. add dimensions to the performance. It just makes it that much more extravagant and entertaining, right? Very true. So on that note, we might have something up our sleeves in this new year too, where we might be adding uh, just some people who, you know, who might join us and do a little something else. I don't. Yeah. Want, I'm not going to spill beans yet, but we might have something in the new year that's going to add on. That's pretty cool. Something yeah. different. Even even the wireless yeah. microphones itself was a huge step because we're kind of bound to the mics on the stage and we're this all of us so it becomes a rat nest and on top of that we can't be exactly where we want to be but since we purchased wireless mics we we're in the crowd all the time we're jumping on tables and it's an investment even that adds to the show right yeah i think i think honestly that's uh that's a huge sign of like like clearly you guys are serious (laughs) way 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 before any of this shit but um when you show up you know what the best way to describe it it's like if you were playing pool and uh you're like oh, i'm having a great time playing pool and then uh some guy comes up and he's got like a brunswick a, f- a fucking case <laughs> and he sets it down he's like you guys want to play and you're just like whoa like this guy's got his own fucking cue you yeah. know uh th- that's the kind of thing like you guys show up you got your own mics wireless mics it's a it's a fucking thing like even if you guys didn't know artists that were on the show if you didn't know uh, other people and they're like, they got the house mics and they're all sweaty and they smell like last week's performance or whatever. And you guys got these like private fucking mics. Like I see you've adorned yours, Calvin, with uh, a yeah. sticker. Yeah, I got a little lesson tag sticker on it. And it also matches the receiver on the other end too. Oh. So whoever's working the sound can identify. Nice. I use Smart. a oh, shoot. It's an silver engineer move. paint pen, but it's wearing off. Silver paint pen. Yeah. Yeah. Now I just we all we all have a different little. Jake has, has like electric tape and blue tape, and I just got a little silver too. Yeah. Which I should probably mark that better for the sound man, but he usually gets yeah. it right oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mizzy, you got a from what I see here clearly on the podcast with a visual medium here. Uh, you it looks like you have the uh Bradley knockout of Pacquiao in a in a complete sticker format right at the bottom of your mic. That's crazy. Yo, Where'd yeah. you even get that? Yeah, look like here. a punching bag. Do I look like <laughs> Where'd you even get Rios? that? It's a very odd sticker to ask for. Where'd you even find that? That's crazy. <laughs> of that size. That's crazy. Yo, Tim Brad Tim Bradley sucks, man. Uh I don't care if he's undefeated, he sucks. Yeah, uh Pacquiao went fucking won a unanimous decision on the weekend. 
Yeah. Do you think he did it for the Philippines? Of course he did. Every fight, man. Every fight he does. That's like he's huge over there. So Their it's... GDP basically depends on him, doesn't it? <laughs> like he he's, he's the biggest like global. He's like eighty-two percent of their them. GDP. Like if he doesn't fight, <laughs> fucking crops just wither. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things wow. go bad. <laughs> right? You know, yeah. There's stillborns. It's bad. He like <laughs> the birth rate dies. It's terrible. When he got knocked out, I heard they just fucking shut down the country for a week. Is that true? <laughs> There was you some have depression. Any on this? <laughs> there was some depression, but when he does fight, it is huge, right? Like the whole country is into it, and it's a big deal. It's a huge deal over there. If he did the, uh, if he did like uh, a thriller in Manila, kind of thing outdoor, and just gave the whole door. You listen to Ma- you listen to Pacquiao. If you give the whole door, a la kids coming up here in their charity show. If you gave the whole door, that'd be you know what a trillion dollars, a quadrillion, K A T R, yeah. <laughs> A trillion dollars. It would be a lot of money. That would sort them right the fuck out, right? Do you think he'd do that? Uh, no, because he's already feeding so many mouths. That's part of why they say some say that's why he keeps fighting, because uh, he's so he has people in his camp that are around to specifically say no to people. He has no co- guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he has representatives yes. that like go around him when people ask for money and for what? things. He, they, he has representatives say no because they know if it was going to him, he would just say yes. Okay, so I'm kind of intrigued by this. So he doesn't have yes men. He has no men. He has no men? Well, I'm sure he has lots of yes men too, but he's got a bunch of no men. Like representatives, that's their job is to like tell people when they're begging for money, no. Like, L- like short gnome men? Uh, people. Uh, <laughs> well, no men? So wait a minute. So there, there must be a guy who like the majority of his time is spent like just turning down vagina for for Pacquiao, right? At this point, yeah, because he, he's uh, a few fights ago. I think <laughs> it was the Bradley fight. He talked about how he's he's had a reformed life and he found God because he was too busy before gambling, drinking, smoking, having sex with other women and stuff. Yeah, really glad he got out of all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, his wife is happy that he got out of all that. I guess you know. Yeah, it sounds like he's having a bad time. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> or a great time. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. you know, I was just wondering, like, what the uh, qualifications would be for a job like that, though. Like, how would they, how would they know he's good at saying no? Like, I don't know, man. Is it the kind of job... Like, maybe he has to ask the guy 12 times seriously to take it, and the guy keeps saying no, and he's like, you're fucking perfect for this job. You keep yeah. turning me down, this golden job. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, all right, all right fine. So twelve times, and then he would know the breaking level, and then he knows that guy's like a shift leader of the other no men. This is all making more sense now. That's crazy. How many fucking guys do you think are at that level that have like, like you gotta have your own plane? Like, there's a checklist here, okay? Like for rich guys, it's like, okay, you're rich. All right, you can you don't have to worry about money, but do you have a jet? Okay, is it your jet or do you like you have like a timeshare in the jet? You know, like a lot of millionaires do that kind of shit, right? Okay, so Pacquiao has his own jet. Okay, he has his own staff. He's feeding everybody. Okay, that's like MC Hammer, <laughs> fucking levels. That didn't really turn out too well. You know what are we saying here? Like that's that's even what Michael Conks' financial advisor says that he's just if he has one, one thing that's gonna take him down is his generosity. Wow. Mm. Yeah, because because they, they talk about him not having a lot of money. It's like <laughs> you make millions and millions of dollars in every fight, right? Wait. Yeah. But then you're flying a hundred people to the yeah. flight, and you're buying the tickets, <laughs> and you're paying for their hotel room, and then you're giving them spending money. So I mean. So his generosity will be his downfall. Yet, 
he's unable to I don't know donate to the typhoon no he will man get out of here <laughs> no he definitely will actually you know what I uh uh, I bought a shirt last week, twenty-five dollar shirt, and uh, I'm actually don't need a shirt. I don't need any. I don't need more shirts, to be honest with you. Closet's fucking full, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I gotta say, uh, I'm gonna give it. To, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give you the shirt because it's a Filipino shirt. That that makes me proud. Yeah, it's got the uh, what do you call that there in the Filipinas? What do you call that <laughs> with the uh, the yellow the yellow the blue crown? What is that? Is there a word for that in Tagalog or whatever? <laughs> the blue crown. What crown? You don't are you talk about, about? it's you like mean the sun of, and the stars. Yeah, and the, and the okay. Pacquiao logo. Oh, okay, yeah, that's the sun and stars. It's on the it's oh, on okay. the uh, flag. I would uh, I would leave and go gather right now and let you guys banter amongst yourselves, but I don't know if I can trust you animals. I want these mics. Yeah. Yeah, trust you goddamn what? animals. Yo, you shouldn't trust that cat, man. It probably it could kill you in your sleep. Well, your oh cat yeah, you guys. Fat. You guys got a chance to meet Alexander the Great. Yeah, Weighs more than me, man. He's pretty yeah. badass. He's twenty six pounds. You know. Wow. Yeah, that's more than me. He's fighting Dark flyweight. Chewing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's uh he's a giant cat. He, he's bigger than most dogs. We rescued him <laughs> from like cat Alcatraz in the shelter. <laughs> he uh. He couldn't. Uh, he, they couldn't fit him in a regular cage. And uh, when we showed up to adopt him, we we thought someone had already adopted. Him. And then the, they were like, "Who are you here for?" And all the nurses are like, "They're here for Alex." And they're all like, "High, like high five in each other." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, they're hugging each other. <laughs> Confetti drops. <laughs> we're all like, "What the fuck?" Liz and I are looking at each other, and we look, and all of a sudden we turn around, and it's just like dun dun dun. <laughs> Thumping from the background. It's just like <laughs> thunder crashes, and we like look over, and there's this cat Alcatraz, and he's like boxing in the mirror. We're like, what the fuck? Pick him up gingerly. He's like, all right, let's go. So he was really big when you got him. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We didn't overfeed him. Oh, to, uh, I thought that's what happened. Actually, that's, this, maybe is gonna, that's... this is gonna blow you away. We actually have like been dieting him. That's <laughs> really? like, yeah, he's like you know tiny compared to when we got him. Oh. He was a ginormous. Could have been why all the other animals were malnourished. We're thinking about this because they say he. We, we haven't really got a backstory on him, but like he, they found him on the street, like an ambulance picked him up off the street, a human ambulance. Eating a <laughs> raccoon or something like that. Yeah. Very possibly because he's pretty big, right? Like yeah. he's raccoons, twenty six pounds, man. That's a big, big cat. So we're we're like uh, trying to build a backstory for this kitty, and we're like, okay, he's pretty big, so pretty. <laughs> he he he's obviously. You know, was, was well pretty fed. Well. Yeah, like, yeah. like if if he was a street kitty, he must have been the king of the fucking street kitties. <laughs> yeah, like getting yeah. paid in tribute and stuff, like he how to train your dragon. Like shelter or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like jacking other kitties' foods and shit. Wow. That's what I'm saying. He had a bandana on when we got him. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, it covered in one eye. We're like, "What's up?" He was like, "Oh, yeah, you know, take me home there." I was like, you know, "It's pretty scary." But uh, so was he all scarred up, or how did he? He had, did he he had one. Uh, he had one gash it? above his eye. Okay, but the uh, the vet said that it was but from the other uh, cat died. Yeah, <laughs> you should see yeah. the other. That's cat. all the remains of the other yeah. cat. It was a cat. Was it like a lynx? Or something it was a, like a lynx. <laughs> yeah, it was total like Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, a, it's like a lemur, like a Canadian lemur. <laughs> yeah. Those exist? I don't think so. I don't know no, I don't think so. But that was a lynx. But uh, yeah, anyway, we you know we just fucking found him to be like uh, a giant kitty, and we wanted to help him out. And we've had him for a year now. He's like six, according to his mm. tooth enamel. That's how they. I don't know if you guys knew that. That's how they judge animals. If they don't know their age, that they weren't around for the birth, they just check out their tooth decay, their enamel decay. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this one's about five, so he might actually be like seven. 
We have, we don't even know. might be younger in the tooth decay. That's very true. Yeah, because From, he like, was rats. food. Rats, like, right. that's totally right. Like, like uh, his street diet of rats. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so he was eating bigger than the rats, man. Yeah, he's like eating pender, pender rats, <laughs> pender street rats. <laughs> he grow up quick on the streets. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a, he's a good kitty. I'm glad you guys got to meet him because usually he just exists via Instagram. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I might what? be getting a kitten soon. Really? Yeah. What, really? Yeah. What kind of kitten? I don't know. I heard they're orange. <laughs> and uh, what's the word? Like ta- tabby. Tabby. Yeah, you're going to get a tabby? Yeah. You're thinking of names? Not yet. Can we just all pitch a name, one name right now for you? Yeah, but I'll probably shoot them down. No, that's fine. To be well, honest. But, this yeah. is, you know, but go ahead. It's a goddamn I won't brainstorm. Stop you, from, yeah. you don't even let me get my. Storm get your it. umbrella out. You can fucking, you know, yeah. we're going to storm a bit here, but you don't have to fucking take them. Okay. All right, hold on a second. All right. Uh, well, first one. That. All right, for first, first one. <laughs> fucking uh, the. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> how about how about the posh shank redemption? Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Posh shank Yo, redemption. I, I like this- Ella Fritz Gerald, man. Ella Fritz Gerald. <laughs> Ella Fritz Gerald. Nobody else. Yeah, I'm not good this shit, man. Nina yeah. Simone. Mizzy's uh, allergic to cats. Yeah. He probably is like. I got a good one. Okay, what's up? <laughs> Chupacabra Jr. Garfield. Oh my just, god. Oh. <laughs> just Garfield. 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 Call it Odie or something. I don't know. Ho- what? Holy? Odie. Oh, they said Holyfield. So dog off I gotta meet them first, you know what I mean? I can't yeah. give them the name I, without. Yeah, I got another good one. Meeting sure. the kitty. What's Mitzi. M- Mitzi? <laughs> yeah. That's like, a, that's like a cat from the 60s. Like a cat that was on TV, they'd be like, oh, Mitzi. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Kelvin's mom called me when he first first met. Mitzi? Hey, Mitzi. Like, oh. oh, you must be Jay Mitzi. I got I got another one. What about Mouse? Call your, call your cat Mouse? Yeah. yeah. Mouser. I hope you take one of those three. <laughs> yeah, I definitely won't, but I appreciate the input. What's, yeah. the, uh, what's the weirdest <laughs> venue name? You guys have ever performed at Garfinkel's. Garfinkel's, Garfinkel's really? right? Not Garfield. I think Hooker's Green sounds like the craziest <laughs> one. Although yeah. we will be there on December twelfth. Come on down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although not to disparage it for our current lineup. Yeah. yeah. Come on down. The toothy it's, Moose. Because yeah, Toothy, toothy moose. moose. That was crazy one. AKA Bubbles Mansion. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Two three moose. No toothy. Like toothy. Toothy moose. Yeah. Two three moose. Where the fuck's toothy moose? Halifax. Halifax. <laughs> Fucking slow coaster there. Go on down to toothy moose there, bruh. <laughs> yeah, it used to be like you said, Bubbles Palace. So they would have apparently he owned it, and there was like shopping carts in the walls and shit like that. What Bubbles? Park, like Bubbles? Bubbles? Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ! We, I can't do that's it. That's where Trailer Park. You should do it. Wait. Holy fuck, boys! How's it going? You try it. Oh, Ricky, going on in there, <laughs> fucking coming down, just comes bombing down the fucking way there. Don't really know. That might actually be a good cat name. Bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> yeah. he, he, Bubbles had great cat names. Uh, the fucking purr monster. <laughs> fucking. Monster. Get out of there. That's not for fucking with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Shit, rocking. But, yeah. shit rocking the purr monster. They're fucking. Yeah. Oh, geez. Going at it again. Boy, somebody's got the cables cut there. Fucking, but, uh. I don't know. Garfinkel's is kind of a weird name, but I always want to call it Garfield, which is weird that you said Garfield. That's right. Maybe that's why he said Garfinkel's. Garfinkel's. But Mojo's is where it'll be at. Mojo's. What's that? On December 4th. Oh, yeah. Cool G-Rap and AZ. 
You're Whistler. Nice. Plug four. Nice. Well, nice. Plug, yeah. plug four. Yeah. Nice. We're doing good here. Nice. These good are job. all upcoming shows. But yeah, <laughs> Hooker's Green, when you tell somebody about that. Just tell them about past shows. Hey. Yo, you guys should come out. We're going to be doing like an open Yo, mic five years ago. <laughs> Haney Public House. That's a, that's a weird name. Haney Public House? No, that's... So is, so is the Biltmore. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Oh, yeah. This is like really, really bad way to like segue. He's like, yeah, you know what else is an interesting name? The Biltmore. Possibly in the future. December-ish? Yeah. December 9th with the Nami Vice. Hilarious. Plug one, show. plug two. I'm winning. Yeah. Actually, that's pretty cool. You guys, uh, you guys will be doing a show with the Nami Vice because uh, uh, I've always fucking looked at you guys as like, like a nice extension of my own fucking love and uh, <laughs> talent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying, but uh, uh, I've always looked at you guys as like uh, I'm very happy to see you guys make moves and success, and I always like to keep tabs on you guys, like fam. And uh, Anami Vice is fam in that same regard to Curtis Monty Metal, who uh, has been like one of my best friends for like better part of a decade now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this, I think this will be the first time of the crossing of the camps, essentially, yeah. uh, on a bill, which yeah. is badass. So I'll be there in full spirit. I do Drink, believe. I'll he... be drinking until I can't feel feelings. It's <laughs> going to be uh, He be produced awesome. that whole mixtape that he's releasing too. I yeah, believe. you should totally eat chips while you get on the mic, boys. Don't worry Pull about it. Hold the mic away while I chewed. Yeah, that's okay. Well, I guess it's a wireless. All right. Don't worry. What I'm about to say better not concern either of you guys if you jump in with your chewing mouth, open mouth. Well, you gave me so much time to finish chewing. Oh, well, there you go. I helped you out. I helped you out. This guy. Sorry, Mizzy, to cut you off there, bro. Last time we did a radio interview, I was eating these like spicy peas on the air, not really recognizing it anyway. We're good at doing stuff like that. Flatulence. Flatulence. How do you guys feel about doing uh, terrestrial radio? Because I've had really, really great interviews. Uh, and I've had really, really disgustingly poorly done professional why did I even show up interviews. Um, How are we doing? Right now, you guys are... <laughs> you guys are I got, I'm going to keep it a mystery, but you're more towards one than the other. Okay? <laughs> more than one. And, uh, you know, they're not respected. Um, so. <laughs> we've had some good ones. We've... I, I dig We've it. had some shite ones. Some shite ones. This We've is a both great ones. one, man. Yeah. This I'm, is a good I'm, one? Fun. Oh, yeah. It should be like a, a long-form conversation, like what we're having right now. It should be like, hey, uh, what's what's going on? What's, I think the ability to swear and laugh and, and not have to, and no, we're going to be right back. We're just going to hear some words from our sponsors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, do you have insurance? Are you in good hands? All students, that kind of shit. Like... Um, it or it to even be more worse, natural, right? Yeah. Or even worse, the sponsor commercials are made by some like SFU students who. Oh, those are bad. You know just, what? Honestly, just bombed it. Uh, I gotta say, like uh, a couple of the local uh, in Vancouver here, a couple of the college stations, they're like really good to the independents in terms of like you know making time for you and stuff like that. But like the production value is just that. It's it's college radio yeah. at best. And you know what? Sometimes you run into pockets of radio in other cities where you're like. I can't believe this is student run slash you know funded, um, and then and then you listen to like a professional radio, uh, uh, whatever like a like Dave White up in Yukon Yukon that always hooks us up when we come through. Dave White, yeah, he's part of CBC. CBC. Yeah, yeah, see that like mm. CBC. He holds it down. They always seem to have their shit together when it comes to doing uh, their shows and their podcasts and stuff, and I think it's because they actually have a nice youth movement working within their ranks. Now, I don't know if that's uh, Oh, well, how old is Dave? Oh, he's he's an older cat, but young at heart. Yeah, young at heart, and he's probably responding very well to this generation, right? He's like capable of uh, holding a conversation and not just being like, "Oh, Miz- Mizzy, what's your best influence?" And then you give your answer, and then I go, 
<laughs> okay. Now, what's your best influence? <laughs> it's like I didn't even listen to your answer. Right? Like that, and yeah. that—that's the worst kind of interview ever. And uh, I'd rather like engage. Like it should be a conversation. And again, like when's the last time you were able to like sit down and just talk about the the industry for like ninety minutes or so? When I started the show, what I wanted to do originally was just like let's put some of these conversations we have in sessions uh, when we all work together on music and stuff. Let's let's put some of these down. Um, for our future reference in the or, or just uh, you know pass it to your nieces and nephews or your whatever your, your offspring in the future or whatever um, just something interesting to listen mm-hmm. to in the future like oh this is what we were doing at that time and when my uh, son is born this is the first thing he will hear <laughs> this, <laughs> this this moment <laughs> yeah I can tell you're I'm making about your daughter now, now. yeah yeah, you're making, uh, you're making great paternal choices immediately <laughs> already. I, I can already tell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably not going to ever have kids myself. Never. Never. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah, Liz and I aren't going to have kids, man. No. The right. cat's already the size of a yeah. small child anyway. We're dealing so. with a no? very large cat. Do you understand? Mm. You know, but like, we're not going to have kids. Like we Between the two of us, we got like uh, six nieces and nephews and... Uh, I don't know. We, we kind of like handed them back to their parents when we're done. Like we don't have to, you know, like there's something That's to nice. be said for the freedom of like, Hey, what do you want to do? I don't know anything I want all the time with no responsibility. Like that's the best thing ever. Who wouldn't want that? That's ridiculous. Try right. selling me on kids right now. Go ahead. Try selling me on kids. There's you couldn't do it. You don't think about like lineage. You don't like continuing bloodlines. Yeah. So what you, you like your legacy, bro. Okay. Wait, because yeah. your child will be, the person that you influence the most in this life, most likely. Maybe. I don't know. I produce a lot of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> but as influential as you've been, they probably had more influential people in their lives. Well, yeah. I.e. the parents. I mean, they were raised. Mm-hmm. By, you know, that's like, <laughs> that from birth, produce a kid from birth. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing, like. Sing, little motherfucker. Yeah, well, like, what if he's, what if, yo, like, what if his flow is fucked up, and then here I am holding all these unreal, you know, expectations of him, and I'm like, and you better rap, motherfucker. Like, just like, and he's not, you know, what if he can't rhyme? He was like, yeah, I'll get on the mic. Call. And what if he gets on the mic and he's like, go out my rang, go out my chain. Like, I just feel like, ah, oh, fuck this. What well, am I doing? You don't have to push your Always dreams on the kid. If you could tap out on a, on a, raising a kid, I'd maybe consider it. Like, if there was like a, like a seven year mark or five year mark or even a three month mark where just you just like be like, uh, like, you'd be like, the yeah. story came back. Yeah, you'd be like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> just like, yeah. hey, I'm out. You know, if you can do something like that, I guess people do that all the time. That's, is there a word for that? <laughs> yeah. Fostering? Social Fostering? Yeah. Deadbeat? Yeah. yeah deadbeat yeah, I, I told Shelly last time I went home that she'll probably get a grandchild before a wedding out of me. That kind of freaked out. Wow. That's one way to tell your mom. That's honesty. Mom, I'm a professional musician. <laughs> You're going to get a grandchild before, uh, before a wedding. Hilarious. Yeah. She yeah, didn't yeah. like that very much, but oh, I told yeah. her it's all good. Yeah, I remember in social studies, I told my class that uh, if I had a child, I would not be paying child support. Uh, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> Explain that. Work it out for me. It's a bad joke. Because you're a good oh, father. Oh, Jesus Christ. Get it. Come on. I get you it. You can get it. I, you know what? You have get the ability it, to get it. You know what? Man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch. I think I get it. You get it, man. I'm going to pitch you a softball you here. It, okay. You get it's it, a, mean. I'm going to pitch. This is a, you know, this is a little fucking interview technique. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, this is a little technique. I'll, I'll pitch you a softball now, and you can uh, you can repair Swinger. your integrity. Ready? Yeah. Here, hold on. Yeah, but uh, you know, when you talk about bloodline, clearly, uh, do you want a, a son or a daughter? Well, these are 
like you know this is a crazy question i it's a softball. at this point <laughs> i would say i'd have one of each ideally uh, one of each that's right see that yeah there i fucking fixed them there Boy first, though. Boy first. Boy first, for sure. So we can knock the shit for out of all the sure. punk boys that try to come at the daughter. Straight up. Boy first. Boy George. But I heard that Daughters if are cool. you... What's that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say <laughs> something? That's a huge <laughs> dramatic pause. All right. <laughs> no, but I heard that if you live a certain lifestyle, then that you're more likely to get a girl karmically. Like, doesn't Nas touch on that? Yeah, on yeah. His, like, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I feel like my first child will probably be a daughter. Yeah. If that's true, I hope it's, I hope it's just some Yeah, the coolest heartbreakers in the up. world. God gets us back to make us have precious little girls. girls. What is, what's, this, what's this opening line? Well, no, that's it. It's, like, it. it's towards the end of Daughters. <laughs> yeah. Daughters track that line right there. You know, you can rewind the this podcast. The coolest heartbreakers <laughs> in the world. God uh, gets us back and makes us have precious little girls. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I think there was an uh after it. But I'm not a heartbreaker. Do you know what his song about? So I'll be good. Papa was a player. Player Play was a papa. Yo, it's papa a great song. Loved the ladies. Couldn't get enough papa. of that. Lady round, round, See, obviously that didn't apply to Nas's dad. Well, that's what I'm saying. See, his theory is broken one generation go. back. But, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Literally. But, you know, <laughs> but that, that may not be true <laughs> as well, though, right? Yeah. Because he was with his mom's. Oh, that's right. It was until, it was until after. Yeah, but and in it that wasn't verse, until after he was born. In that, that was song, he's like, he's like, Papa was in and out with other ladies. So he was giving, around. Giving me treats, telling me not to say nothing. This sounds like yeah, a ghost yeah. face verse. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking. Yeah. And then he went in, well, using rhinoceros toothpaste. Oh, my. <laughs> what? <laughs> Salmon sprinkles on my bagel. Sprinkles and he running it. <laughs> okay. Fucking, uh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, you guys are a group of six. Boom, gotcha. And 33 kids. This is a group of four, though. This is a group of four kids. Connecticut Intelligence Developing Soul. Connecticut. 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 Right. Fucking the Connecticut state of Connecticut. <laughs> Connecticut <laughs> Intelligence. Okay, uh, so you guys are a group of four, but then when you combine with your powers and 33 kids, suddenly you guys become six members. Seven, seven with the producer. Seven Sorry. with six the on producer. Stage, seven with the producer. As a producer, I totally count the producer. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Um, I would, I would what say, uh, what's, uh, what's the general like vibe because you guys are all like solo solo artists in your own right so like the group vibe you guys switch it up because it's not like 16 verse or sorry 16 verses uh a hook that kind of a song arrangement you guys have like a lot of different arrangements um yeah how do you guys divvy that up What's my favorite the- song structure is i take 48 bars and then and then you know someone can do the intro or something that's yeah. <laughs> I do the ad libs. That's it. What, what do you call that format? Team format? You're, yeah. just, you're like, yo, first I do like I 48 enjoy. bars. Yeah. And then, you know, they clean up. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, it keeps you on your toes. You have to stay creative and find new formulas, you know? You want to you wanna find a, a new pattern and a new format to keep people engaged. Because you do one song and you can do one song where maybe everyone does 16 bars. But if you're making an album... To keep the album fluent now, you have to make the track-by-track structure a little different, That's too, true. right? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I don't want to... It's easier in one-off than an album, but at yeah. the same time, you have the span of an album to to kind of balance out I've always, Well, I've always worked that. as like a, a solo artist myself, you know? I've, uh, I've, I've featured a lot with like, you know, a lot of artists and stuff I produce, um, but I, I've generally worked as like a solo artist, so um, I've always wondered... 
in that group dynamic or like even bands and stuff like you know producing bands and I, i've always wondered like how do you like is there a flip of the coin like who goes first on the record that kind of like and i don't mean like i don't mean like one song i mean like what jake's talking about like with the album like like how who opens the album there's a good question you usually know? it's lately it's just been who finishes writing first but sometimes it depends like mm-hmm. for kids we sometimes will usually predetermine things like we'll sit down like this is the track that we're working on like uh riots for instance Right, uh, Code Gray at Riots, which just came off the last right, mixtape. Right. We sat down, we That's decided what we wanted yeah. to talk about, and then we br- we because of the way that we brought up the ideas, everybody just picked a certain topic out of the four, and that's what dictated where everybody ended up their slots within that track. Right, because the the context yeah. of the song. Yeah, and then right. sometimes if it's just bars, sometimes it's just whoever finishes recording first is ready to hop mm-hmm. in the booth. Yeah. There's or, real no specific or, yeah. way. Or you share bars, and sometimes it just makes sense. Like you, you all like everyone throws down what they have, and you go like, "Well, this verse sounds like the opening verse of the track, you know." Yeah. And then this verse should anchor it, you know. So you guys so are like, there's for the most part, you guys formulate. are like, like uh, from my point of view, with my toolbox, so to speak. Um, like a lot of that stuff, like producer vision with the artist vision, you know, like you're working within the group and makes shit happen, and like, uh, like I think. Um, when a producer's involved that has uh like a strong commitment to the to the group dynamic and to the the vision it's like they have uh, a certain order they want to do it in you know they want to you know hey like I, I think this guy should open the record that kind of things but you guys are like uh self-run essentially in that mm-hmm. that aspect right um you know a record we we did together are you ready uh i just tracked you guys sequentially in the order <laughs> that i wanted you guys to be in and that was like that's how that record turned out and uh there's something to be said for uh i don't know like um group input and then kind of stepping back and allowing people to to make calls and stuff whether that's the artist or the yeah, producer and sometimes or we we like we'll split off and everyone will headman a track yeah. so for example if it's the track that i'm headmanning right then i have a little more freedom to you know, put my input in on what I think the order should be. Right. And even at that point, it'll still be a group discussion, but that individual will have maybe a little more say, you know, because they oh. had the vision for that song. Okay, so it's like, yeah, like there's basically credence given to, uh, mm. uh, you know, the, the original vision, essentially. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's no, like, iron fist at the same time. It's yeah. still discussed amongst the group. As it should you know? be. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, but that person, yeah, will have a little more leeway to dictate it because it was, it was their project in a sense, right? I, I could totally understand that. I dig that, man. Definitely. Do you, what? What was the? Uh, uh, this is getting real. I want to get this like real expose with you guys. What was the last record you guys put together as a group that uh, needed some work in terms of fitting pieces a little bit more? Like everything, ideally runs smoothly, right? But generally there will be like a track or, or whatever, a song occasionally that you come across where like, okay, we got to work this a little bit more. Like, can you guys give us a feedback on that? Someone, something guys can check it out and be like, oh, look how they made that work. A song. A song. Ooh, I would, a good example might be out in Thunder Bay working with They Media. Right. But uh, That was a, a, a mixtape they, they came out with, right? What was that? It's, uh, it's, it's not out yet. So on the Ace Tour... Was- on the Ace Tour, we stopped in and we did like six songs and it was initially going to be an EP. Right. And it hadn't come out yet. And then we were back on the road and we popped in again. 
and then we whipped up like 10 more jams. <laughs> on a different tour yeah <laughs> yeah and so now it's a full length and uh there was some times during that project where you know the producer actually in thunder bay would step in and be like i, I don't want all of you on this song it's too much i want like a four bar hook and three sixteens and that's it. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, oh, so totally. So he made yeah. some executive calls in that regard. How that? Because sometimes we're we're just too open, right? We're like, we all want on this beat. Well, well we'll all hop that, on uh, this beat, you know? Are you saying it didn't go over as well? No, we all handled it well, you know? No, I mean like, yeah, like, because you guys don't know each other other than the business of the record, right? Mm-hmm. So like what I'm saying is, was it like touch and go with, he's like, hey, look, uh, I want, he's like, you know, producer prerogative essentially where he's mm-hmm. like hey you know i'm i like uh i like this vocal color here and i like this color here and i like you know this kind of stuff and kind of uh, let us decide though in the end right like we just kind of went and talking we're like well okay these guys were working on it originally so the person that came late they just move on to a different record and it, it was mm-hmm. we're all pretty chill about it at the end of the yeah. day yeah and, and i mean th- there were times when we wouldn't agree but like given the circumstances like you know we're, we're staying at, at his place and you know he's he's you know gonna giving us room and board plus studio space to work in plus free beats it's like yeah we're, we're gonna do what he wants yeah he's like I mean? oh yeah. and, and you know and uh you know i kind of want the record to be like this yeah <laughs> and, and that's cool like we you're like, all right, do our thing. All right, yeah. I guess so. You know, yeah, pillow was kind of fluffy. All right, fine. I'll give you that four-bar verse if you want. <laughs> that's 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 pretty good, man. No, but even Ryan, like he he experienced that, right? Like he he wrote, you wrote a whole different verse for for one of the songs, right? And, yeah, and it not was a whole like, different. It was kept it some was, of the bars. Yeah, there there was a different idea than what he had envisioned, and and we we spat it all over the verse before we stepped just before we stepped into the booth. And he flat out said, "You know what? I'm not. Uh, I'd like to see this change. It was too much." Uh, I respect that so much, man. Yeah, and uh, as, as, yo, that's like the that's the jelly of it, man. Absolutely, Seriously. and yeah. it was a matter it. of maybe you know I usually take a long time to write, but it it was a matter of like five ten minutes. I revised it, went in there, and it actually it turned out really well. So it was a great. Uh, well, you're you're a shark swimming with other sharks, you know, mm-hmm. like. You're 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 saying you, even if what if you were the slowest shark you're still a goddamn shark you know what I mean yeah. like, yeah. like like I don't know that's like not a that's not a bad thing to no. be uh, creatively no, controlling but it didn't, that it, it was good because I it was I was able to make the change without you know holding up a whole lot of it was a real on the fly type of move and um, yeah it was really it's, a good experience yeah it's important in a session. You know, as a uh, as a producer, it's important to have that control in the session. So things are moving at a, at a pace that's acceptable to everyone. If you're rushing somebody, it's gonna, you know, it's it's like cooking, man. You, you can't rush certain aspects of the meal, and it's it's gonna turn out boiled, yeah, or burnt. It's not good. It's not yeah, a good absolutely. idea. I like that. Who was the, who was the name of the producer? Uh, Tony. Tony McGuire. Tony McGuire. Tony Day McGuire. Media. Yeah. Media, yeah. Digging that, yeah, digging that vibe. Yeah, because yeah, good uh, people over there, along with Preem as yeah. well. In Japan. You got to respect that man, because the guy who just lays back and goes, "Eh, you know, good enough." Yeah, fucking, will never, never make that next step ever. You know, yeah. and uh, I, I totally, totally appreciate that session control, man. Yeah, that's a, uh, you know, a lot of beat makers out there. That's like the difference, essentially, right? Yeah. Like the the beat makers that uh, you know they can they can make a a lot of great music 
and stuff like that and they can they can just kind of be hands off when it comes to the record but then like all right the arrangement how do you drop how do you what's the tone of this how do you build it let who do you want to involve in it what what makes it a a standout song and i I think uh when you're younger you feel like oh you're gonna make songs forever and uh they'll all be good and they'll all be great that kind of thing but i think as you get a little bit older you become more selective with what you want to do and uh I think that's why most producers are considered fucking prick jobs most of the time. I think so. That's uh, kind of part and parcel with the occupation. Yeah, I definitely appreciate the the vision in that particular instance, and in general, you know, I like being yeah. <laughs> I like being told what to do. But no, I like being told, you know, like these <laughs> guys got a topic, he's got a vision for it. It's a lot easier in to to be able to shape myself yeah. for that for me personally. I mean, I also appreciate, you know. The times when he's just like let's just drop some bars and, and just go at it but at the same time you know it's give and take it's, it's a balance and i like that it makes sense right because it's, it's your beat it's your baby exactly. like you yeah. you well, it makes it, sense that a producer would have some idea and want to have a little bit of uh guidance to give to the mcs rocking it or something oh of course it's your creation right and then you're handing it over to someone just like oh please take care of this you know please yeah. make it good yeah well, that's an interesting way to put it, actually. I, I, I've always liked to think of it, um, actually, on Commiserate Your Soul, uh, the album uh, I, I produced uh, with Mizzy, uh, that, that record, when that came out, he has a song there called Child Support, and his whole, his whole song is structured around how like it's like taking care of a child, how you create these songs, and uh, it's a really, really great song. I love that one. And uh, when I was doing that particular production for that, that's actually... Uh, uh, a sample of Love TKO, uh, but it's actually the cover by uh, uh, Hall and Oates, which is hilarious because it's not a Hall and Oates record at all. But their cover of it is what made the sample. So um, when I was doing that, I, I never had any idea that that's what Mizzy was going to write for it. But at the same time, that that particular structure of that beat or whatever, it, it spoke to him to say that. Now for me to step in and be like, well, that's not really what I thought you know you should redo that or something there's got to be kind of a a give and take there so it is like a child but it's more like are we are we raising this child together or is it like he's fostering your house for the weekend you know that that kind of thing like how much control goes over it i I think honestly the best relationships are where it's like 50 50 just like anything else in life you got to be able to give you got to be able to take and i i think that like in in a production sense my best work that i've ever been able to have is under those types of conditions when it's like just ruthless dick Tutorial, do this well you can't have just, that the artist needs their freedom too like that's right. I, I don't make beats i'm the mc so if it was up to me i would just let me do what i want to do right but i can totally understand where the producer would come from and wanting right. to have that input and be involved in the songwriting to some degree you know and know what's yeah. going on well even you yeah. personally jake mm. jake evolved man like i've seen you uh come the fuck up like mm. for real and uh that was deadly as fuck like even like when i first ever saw you rap i talked about this uh when i had mizzy on the show a couple weeks ago um yeah this brian erlacher line mm-hmm. that was just crazy and i still remember that i remember being that cypher and there's some fucking you know some heavy hitters in that cypher at mm-hmm. the time and uh man it was like a head turner kind of move and uh yeah i remember that you know so you, you had plenty of talent plenty of skill but just the way you've you've uh literally evolved jake evolved mm-hmm. the way you've uh Bon- uh, you've leveled up into this next person uh, yeah I just yeah, it's a beautiful thing to watch man you know, I, was, I was hungry back then oh 
powerfully I was hungry. hungry man. Powerfully. I didn't know anybody. I just wanted to rap. <laughs> eat faces. That was the best part. I remember <laughs> when I first met you, James James Hooper, James H was like, Oh, uh, this is uh this is Jake Evolve and uh actually wait, should I do like James? Yo, so like this is like Jake Evolve and so like, you know, He's like, he's doing pretty good. I'm like producing him. He's he's a good guy. You know, check it out. Yo, yo, this guy doesn't even watch TV, man. He just reads books and writes. <laughs> and when he told me that, I was like, no shit. And I, I don't know, it was just memorable. It was, a, it was a good time. And then uh, first time I met Calvin, same thing. It was like, we were at the Rupert house. I think he came downstairs <laughs> in the dungeon there. That was the first time. And Rupert house had its wild stories and backstories. We've covered that a ton of times on the show. But just uh, for anyone who's never heard, Rupert house is a pretty wild place. And it was a... Uh, Shaved years of my life. It was, it was <laughs> definitely. It, it was like a Project Mayhem from Fight Club for a while there. And that's actually where we did that record. Mizzy and I did that record, which is... Uh, so... Uh, yeah, I remember Calvin coming downstairs, and he was just <laughs> bouncing down the stairs, super positive hey guy. Guys. Hey, guys. And, and I was like, I was My like, name's Calvin. <laughs> I was like, how's it going? I'm MD. He's like, yeah, I'm Calvin. How's it going? And I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, where are you from? He's like, Yukon. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, this never happened. No. <laughs> After doing the James impression like that, and I'm, impression, I'm like, yeah, guys, well, you know. Yeah. No, actually, Calvin has one of the uh, deepest voices, actually, I know. Uh, when he when he really goes low. That's oh shit! Oh shit! What? Actually, I, the first song I ever heard from Calvin was uh, off your solo, your, your, your first solo record, yeah. and uh, you had that issues song. But the song that really stood out for me was uh, uh, da, 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 oh not issues, sorry, uh, pet peeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah what the yeah. fuck? Sorry, pet, pet peeves. You're like what? Yeah, uh, there's an atmosphere record. That's the one. That was the atmosphere record we were talking about earlier. Issues? Is was it issues? I'm pretty sure. No, I never heard that one. No. Yeah, it's like we. I like your shoes, his shoes, her oh, shoes. Shoes song. Issues. Is that what it is? Shoes song. My my yeah. song is shoes. I no no. Your song is the one I liked was the pet peeves on. Oh okay. okay. Mom, where's my towel? <laughs> nail clippers. Yeah. Nail clippers. Yeah. yeah. I like that one, but uh, the one that actually really made me go whoa was uh, uh, I'm gonna totally butcher this. Are you ready? Um, this podcast, I've, I've learned that it's basically turning into not just the show, but like every show is just me butchering things that I think it sounds like it. And in my head, I'm like, that's fucking perfect. But, <laughs> but when I do it, it's not so perfect live. It's like, okay, here we go. Live. It's a fire, babe. It's a fire. Burn it, burn it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, thanks. Fire, fire, fire. Keep on burning, burning, burning in my soul. With the bailout. Thanks, thanks, bud. The nice bucket you have in your hand there. Thanks. Bailing me right out. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Let me get that water. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. Fucking, it's it's good to see you. Know, and I've, I've seen uh, Mizzy do mixtapes and shit for a long time. And then Fight Club is a big thing of soap. Getting Mad Child fucking retweeting the soap after the yeah, the show. Cool, that was pretty cool. That was yeah, the first 33 kids show. The first 33 kids show ever. That was out, out at the Troubadour. Uh, the Troubadour. Langley. That's right. That was a badass show, man. Wow. Hey, didn't Indelible open for you guys that night? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah? They, did. yeah they did. Those yeah, guys are cool, well. too. Yeah, there's uh, Jay. Uh, Jay from Indelible is a fam through friend of a friend, and uh, they're nice guys too. A friend of a friend. Yeah. Um, so much I, softer uh, on my butt right here. 
It's uh, what on the for couch? everybody who can't yeah. see us. Jake evolved, just changed seats. Yeah, yeah, and it's awesome. Oh shit! Oh, how dare you? How dare you? Are we ready to do some questions? Should we do some questions? Let's do some questions, man. Okay, we haven't man. done questions yet. No. Oh shit! No, well, this, well, audience. Well, I was. Yeah, these are like audience listener questions. Oh. Like, I Yo, usually, I'm curious uh, to see what people want to know. All right, fucking. Uh, by C, I mean here. Yeah, I usually protect the names of those involved so they're withheld. But, but uh, tonight. But these are like the listener. <laughs> the listeners want to. <laughs> the listeners want to actually hear this stuff. Uh, so if you can all give your individual answer, and okay. uh, make at it, the same time, make Everybody it make it so long form sh- and concise. So we should just speak in unison. It all at the same time. We should try One. this again. Yeah. Let's all this again. All okay, all the same time. Ready? Not, yep. Let's say. Let's, Let's all say things that are not predictable. Thirsty over here. I would love, I would love yeah. if someone just tuned in right at that time. That would be awesome. They're just like fast forwarding. Who the fuck are the kids? And he's just like fast forwarding. Okay, yeah. Okay, question. Question the first. Easy Incoming breaker. message. Okay. Question the first. Which member of the group is most likely to run for political office and win? Mizzy. Political office and win? If it was a revolution, it'd be Re. Re. Uh-oh. Re would do it. <laughs> Who? Monroe. Yeah, yeah Monroe. A, Monroe would do it. Savage revolution. Yeah, like because he's <laughs> he's he's a he's a very well-read dude. Anarchy. <laughs> no, man, y'all hating. You know you could do it too if it was like Lots trying to make a blood. big change. Yeah, well, we just get just just those who couldn't survive would just be released. So to speak. <laughs> but honestly, yeah, probably probably re. Yeah, that just scares me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all agree? <laughs> who else out of all four of us would it oh, be? Oh, not me. I'm an immigrant. I couldn't do it. Well, you can't. Yeah, you. Yeah, Canadian yeah, you can. immigrants can run for a prime really? minister, even if I wasn't born here. I'm pretty sure that's what makes Canada yeah. different. How is Arnold Schwarzenegger ever to be a governor in California? That's He's different because that, that's like a, a doesn't matter, man. Uh, that's like a state level. Nope. No. <laughs> just, you're like, I'm just saying. That was a great debate. <laughs> He's like, <Yeah>. uh, no. <laughs> mm. I'm pretty sure in Canada, you can do that. If not, you might be able to, you know, fucking show up when he's not working one day prime minister's not working and you could just be prime minister i'm pretty sure that's how canada does it i don't think it's that big a yeah deal. look at what we got now anyway. yeah should be no problem i don't have a right. drug addiction though you don't have a drug addiction well that's a man well, you can't be mayor then <laughs> killer it's always the future yo uh, i'd probably say miz though miz because, yeah because miz has the personality right he's got the personality that that can open up to anyone and everyone and that's what you know that's what people find is important in their political leaders. Oh, it's, so you're saying that I'm a liar? Is because oh, no, 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 because I'm likable. So I'm pretty sure all prime. Dude. I'm pretty yeah. sure that all these political people are liars. Stirring the pot right yeah. now, man. Stirring well, the pot. The other Rob thing Ford, is you got a you got a dope <laughs> stash. So you know. yeah, oh, you got a stash. Yeah. For those of yeah. you who can't see us, 33 kids did November. Yeah. yeah. And it's pretty ugly. I look pretty Mexican right now. So we got to answer. Well, so much respect, dude. I appreciate that. Calvin says, uh, "Hey, I got a question. How come no one, uh, no one suggested Kelvin?" Well, no one's asked me. Oh, ooh, Monroe. Ooh. I, I would, I would say Jake. That was the best. All right, that was like best now. misdirection yeah, yeah. I've ever. Yeah. That was yeah. an excellent answer. Yeah. Excellent. I'm gonna leave it there. That's good. <laughs> all right, all right. Next, uh, next question. Uh, this came in uh, via inbox. 
Um, I was uh, going to say which, Cleveland. Which <laughs> current artist slash entertainer should hang it up? Artist slash entertainer. Yeah, which current artist? Which uh, I guess they're asking like which one, uh, which artist or entertainer right now performing or or whatever still working should just hang it up. Has it been? Are out we talking there? like due to old age and like kind of outlasted there? <laughs> Pretty sure it's an open ended question. You could set or your it could own just standard. Or just be somebody that's fresh even that they should just yeah. hang it up. You can okay. set your own well, standard. Well, I think Rob Ford should hang it up in the political <laughs> arena and step into entertainment. <laughs> if he had that's a late <laughs> night show, like if they gave well like what was that open mic with Mike Bullard? Remember that? If they gave oh, that kind yeah. of format to Rob Ford, he would be crushing right now. <laughs> You'd be crushing. How many people would be tuning in to do that? He, actually, uh, Sun Media gave him a show for the last six weeks or something like that. Uh, they set a big contract for it, and they only did one show, and they had to shut it off because it took six hours to record it and five hours to edit it. One show, and it's an hour show, which is a little too long. Uh, so you know he's got to. I guess you got to fit all those crack fucking sessions and hookers and whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of lingus. Yeah. He's got enough to eat at home. Yeah, he's got enough to eat. Uh, what a closer! That was a yeah, killer is, line. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know. So, who should hang it up? He's awesome. Who, who should hang it up then? I'm a Any big fan. an artist? Anybody? Ugh. <laughs> yeah, that was a good answer, Ree. You know what? You, you know who I really dislike seeing right now. Here we go. This is gonna be weird. You guys are all gonna think I'm fucked up. I don't need. I don't need. Zoe Deschanel, she drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> Zoe, I, is that, that Zoe really? Deschanel? I know oh, that, that's uh, least expected. That, really, she's fucking from, from nice. I like her. No, yeah. I can't. We just watched Elf. Standard. We just watched Elf for the two millionth is. time. She's the girl Good. from the New Girl. Uh, there's this he TV doesn't watch show. TV, okay. you remember? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we haven't had cable in like eight months. I got Game Center on, in, that, in the background. That's it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, f- I felt compelled to answer, but if you give me enough time, I might come up with something a little more interesting. So but right now, now, I just... Is it just a pure hate thing, Ree? Yeah. Why? <laughs> or is it because yeah. she's like quirky? You got to explore this a bit. Let's uh, explore it. Like, why is it? I don't know, man. Do you know it's someone like her? about it that just breeds a certain hatred inside me. I can't really explain <laughs> it. And it may not even be that. Is it because she was getting banged out by uh, Ben Gabbard from Death Cab for Cutie forever? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, long time. And I Long time. So all the new Death Cab sure. albums will be about her. No question. Is that, uh, is that really weird or is it kind of weird or is it just well, no, I understand. it's, well, it's weird because I mean? she's like in her prime yeah, <laughs> like yeah. That you she, would like I'm pretty sure she's got a she fucking pretty up. high rated uh, network TV I guess I don't know how would you uh, yeah. how would you handle it how would you handle it who would who would you say else put another name out there's a lot there. of someone else throw somebody out there's a lot of eyes looking around the room no one wants to say a name throw somebody out there. are you afraid of the black ball alright man here we go R.A. the rugged man Oh shit! I'll just say it. Oh shit! Uh, yo, you gotta get some reasons. Well, well his it, man, his content is done. It, it's not. No one, no one is paying attention to that, that uh, mood anymore. Hip hop is on the up and up, and that that sadistic uh, hatred rap is tiring, man. I, I'm only going to play devil's advocate today because uh, I actually I, I agree with you on like that point. Like I think the content of the culture has changed dramatically, especially in the last like two years. But I would say I think there's a place for that. And the only reason I, I say that is because it's like food, you know, like Trinidad James is like fast food. 
It's mm-hmm. it's like it's not very good for you. You but you you can consume it at a fast rate, mm-hmm. and then it's gone. Especially when you're drunk. That's right, and it's just waste. You, you like you never you don't even consider it afterwards. It's gone. Mm-hmm. But but an artist like Ari the Rugged Man, you know, maybe he's like a greasy spoon a diner down the street or something like that. Like it's yeah. still not that good for you, but you know it's inherently better for you than the processed shit at McDonald's or something like that. And then there's like other artists you can listen to. I don't know. You can fill in the blanks there, but like whoever that's like makes you feel oh, okay. This is really good music. It's good vibes. They they promote a message that you feel good about. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's, there's some of my favorite artists of all time are probably some of the most negative content of all time. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's something to be said about being a positive individual in your day to day life, but being like a, a completely sadistic very very negative black hole of energy kind of person on record like that's a very weird switch up and i think nowadays it's you basically have to be you on record to really be legit like people can see through a goddamn gimmick nowadays so quick like who's a gimmick that doesn't work do you think hobson works do you think hobson's a gimmick that works i don't know his material well enough but it's like, how much Vinny Paz and Necro can you listen to? Okay, I see. It's because they're just like smashing your clavicle, whipping off your fucking yeah. Adam's apple, and yeah. but you like, might hear one verse and be like, "Oh, that was tight." Like clearly, he's got a style or whatever. And then you hear three more verses, and it's the same. Yeah. I guess there's not like a, enough variety mm. for for like the taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thankfully, Necro has his beats though. His yeah, as an as an MC though, I'm, I'm strictly talking MC. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do like Necro. I wonder how many uh, <laughs> I wonder how many listeners out there are like. That kind of sounds like MD. Fucking, at least he's got his beats. Because Jesus Christ. I don't know. At least he's got his beats. All right, fuck this. All right, moving on to the next one. Which artist should well, hang hold on, up? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, whoa, Missy's whoa, got one. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got one more person to say something now. Okay, who? Uh, little, Don't say my uh, name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin Smoller. Kelvin William Smoller. controller. Yo. No, uh, this should have been done a long time ago. Um, I did buy a few of his records back in the day, and I can't send them now. He sucks really bad. Uh, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. You should easily hang up the mic, man. Just shut the fuck up. Go home. Get your health back. Get your health back. Take care of your family and shut the fuck up. Is that because he, you know, can't seem to stop rhyming about oral sex? Or is it... um, Well, he just says things that don't make sense. Like, I'm a venereal disease, like a menstrual bleed. Like, that's not a venereal disease, you idiot. Ah... It, 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 <laughs> yeah, there's a, a there was a really good Twitter thread going on at one point. I was like reading them to Yakovov when when it was going down, and yeah, he would just. I fucking wish I could like rattle a bunch off the top of my head, but it was one of my favorites. Like what? Just oh. give me a bastardized version of it. Fuck, well, a short bus shorty verse is pretty classic. Yeah. Oh. What's the first two lines on that, bro? Project on that mic, motherfucker. Uh, how does it go? I, I stole your dictionary and took off. I got away with words. Aha! Now look, ya. <laughs> <laughs> See, but like you the more average confused than a boy ladybug. Yeah. Okay, well the average <laughs> listener would listen to that and be like, "Oh, I got a, I got away with words. Oh, he stole it. Oh shit!" Yeah. And then like they think about it. That see, like that, that seems like clever for like a first year MC. Like mm-hmm. a first year MC would be like, "Oh, that's really nice." But then there's like something to be said about the. Uh, the attitude of development how far do you want to take it again right back to this conversation when we were at the beginning here like okay here's an artist who's getting a major push but does his content match that quality that deserves that push you know and even that it's like there's even like the philosophical idea of like okay who deserves a push you know like who like you guys are out there working hard on the road you guys are developing a name I think you guys deserve a push but 
there's like you know other artists out there doing the same thing do they get a bigger push do they get less of a push who knows Mm -hmm. and then even that where does that push come from is it nowadays from the group within or is there an exterior are there groups pr firms and things like that that develop it it's it's all uh it's all a big mess folks people turn on the radio and they go i like that song and they'd have no fucking idea that it takes like (laughs) forty thousand people just to even get it to them Mm -hmm. god damn okay yeah yeah, that was a great question, guys. That was great. <laughs> Yo, like, hey, sorry. Yeah, the hashtag is Lil Wayne Rap Like. I got it up. Okay, what does it say? Good. Oh, uh, there's not that many good ones here. But it'd be like, stepped on my Skittles. I call it Candy Crush. Like, just stupid shit oh. like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're all, they're all. Oh, God damn. <laughs> throw that weed in the air. Call it Air Bud. Oh, <laughs> God damn. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting head while I'm smoking. Call me a pothead. Uh, just shit like that right you're like yo shut the fuck uh, up man. he didn't write any of those though. he didn't but it, they're very similar some of them are fu- yeah. they're are way funnier than that I'm butchering it right now but they're when I don't think you can yeah. butcher that <laughs> it's it's pretty minced don't worry about it yeah <laughs> fart, fart on my wallet I call that gas money oh Jesus Christ <laughs> alright moving the fuck on <laughs> Jesus Christ okay look all of you please rank the members of the locks and D block, first to third. Go oh, ahead. One, two, and three. <laughs> shoot. Yo, Ready? Oh, shoot. Wait for this. Yo, uh, can I start? Yeah, go ahead. Yo, Sheik Luch number one. Get the f- Jadakiss second. <laughs> and Styles P third. Ooh. That's, that's yeah. me. Boo. Yeah, that's the, that's the one starter. Boo. Okay, go ahead. You know, it's hard to pick number one, though, because Kiss and Styles. I appreciate both Kiss and Styles. Yep. Luch is easily <laughs> third. Luch is the top, man. <laughs> Wait. Luch <laughs> is easily That's so funny. third, though. Easily third, and he's like, yo, he's first. <laughs> yeah, so for me, Luch is easily third. If I had to pick one on the spot, I'd probably go back and forth in the moment. I'm going to say Kiss. Cock and oh. squeeze, huh? Yeah, he has some suspect lines, but at the same time, his styles just seems more refined so kissed, overall. So yeah. Jada Kiss first, Styles P second, Styles Luch P third. I'm with that. Sheik Luch. Yeah, Mizzy um, same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like Styles more growing up. I was more into his shit, and yeah, as time went on, Sheik Luch just got shittier and shittier. Roman Monroe, Styles Kiss Luch, Styles Kiss yeah. Luch. Yeah, and I'm not even mad at that either. Yo, yeah. check it out. I'm gonna just shake up the world. Yeah, do it. <laughs> All right, yo, Sheik Luch. Number one? Styles, Styles P. Yeah. Jada Kiss. Right. And really? I, I used to be the biggest goddamn Jada Kiss fan, this side of that side. And I, I seriously, something about the product, I don't know, is Donatello fucking vibe he gets off every time I see him now. I just, I don't know what it is. You know what? Maybe it's because he didn't accept all these beats I sent his label. I don't give a shit. You know what the I will say, though? <laughs> uh, I peeped the Ghostface show a couple years back at the rickshaw. Yeah. And he brought Sheik Luch out. Yeah. She killed it live. Oh, she, is he, she killed that's it live. Say. I was very impressed. If like, you ever want to like, nice on the mic. Yeah. If you ever yeah. want to, because I know you put him third, but uh, that was a nice thing you just said about him. Mm. But if, if you ever want to change your whole vibe of him, I, w- I was just listening to the era where uh, D Block and G Unit were first starting to go back and forth. Because Sheik Luch has like a couple verses. Because uh, you and me got, uh, what does he say? He don't, um, um, yo. Like you're gonna catch me, you ain't gonna beat on me, cause you and me we both got that long heat, homie. And then all this other shit where like he's he was talking like on an industry level with Fifty, and it was just I don't know, I'm butchering this shit again. Look at that, those bars. I sound like a Ghostface verse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, yo, that would be a couple of giants up on stage though, hey? Yeah, 
Yeah, they were gorillas, man. Ghostface yeah. had the longest arms. I swear to God, I thought he was like dragging them across the stage. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yo. And the viewers can't see this, but he did this thing where he got into a verse and he would be on his tippy toes and running in place. Oh shit, I've seen videos of Yo, him doing Ghost that Shays, shit. Yo, man, he was funny as fuck. Talking about the Tiffany Minx. <laughs> and then like just yelling. And they put the sound man on blast. Oh, actually I heard about this on show. Blast. That was the PK rig and uh, the uh, Fortune Sound, right? Rickshaw, no, that was the Rich- Fortune Sound was the follow-up, like the night or two after. Oh, okay, okay. And it, it was the first night of the shows in Vancouver oh, at the Rickshaw. F- I might have got that twisted just now. Mm-hmm. I might have really just twisted that up. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the question the third. Was it the question third? Yeah. yeah. That was the third question. I appreciate you guys taking time to listen to that. I knew that was going to be a controversial one. Yo, so yeah, that, that was, was a great good. question. That was a good yeah. one, yeah. yeah. That's funny that that got thrown in there. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, look. I just want to say I appreciate you guys uh, taking some time to come sit down with me today. You guys are really, really funny. You guys are really, really talented. And, uh, yeah, you guys are sharp, sharp-looking dudes. What can I say? <laughs> you know, you're up there on the stage doing your thing. And, uh, yeah, 33 Kids, a.k.a. Kids, a.k.a. Whole Camp, a.k.a. Kinetic Intelligence Developing Soul. Yeah. You guys are going to – you guys got a couple shows coming up November 29th. Actually – can we listen? When this, uh, yeah, you can for sure listen. Well, well, this when be- this show comes out, uh, it's going to be the night of the Ladner show, the 29th. The 29th. Yeah, yeah, so go ahead. Plug so, away, my friends. All right, so that's. Plug it, wait. Plug it like. For, wait, plug, plug it like. Plug it in. Plug it in. Plug it in. Is that Glad or something? Glade. Glade? Glad. Oh, be glad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm glad. Glad bags. Uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Word, guys. Uh, I want you to. I want you to plug these shows. <laughs> plug these shows like you're Rob Ford and you're calling the dealer waiting on the re-up. Go ahead. I can't scream that loud. Go in ahead, house, man. Try. <laughs> I'm not sweating enough. Like you're Rob yeah. Ford. Okay, everybody, ahead. get your pens ready because we got a lot of information to give out to you. Here you go. On November 29th, 33 kids and AO will be in Ladner at the Odd Fellows Hall. It'll be the continuation of the Wildin' Out tour. On November 30th, they will be, that 33 kids will make their way into Vancouver and be hitting the facility for the Get the Fuck Out Here show, the <laughs> final show at the facility. Shout out to the people there who invited G- us. GD. And then we'll be going and making a move as 33 kids over December 4th onto Whistler. And Whistler will be performing at Mojo's as part of the Cool G Rap and the AZ show. Legends. Oh my goodness. Following that, we got 33 Kids uh, and AO December 6th at the Haney Public House in Langley. Maple Ridge. Maple Ridge. Maple Ridge. Maple Ridge. Maple Ridge. But you guys, it's, if you're in Langley, though, make sure you come out to the Maple Ridge show. Because that's not far. See there? There's a little, Ooh, there's a little technique oh. for you. Yeah, Yo, it's called a save. December 9th. <laughs> we got Kids Show uh, opening for Anami Vice at the Biltmore. Oh shit. Right I'll be there. Kingsway there. December 12th, we got 33 kids at Hooker's Green for the Typhoon Hayen Relief Fundraiser. Blouse. Wow. Nice. Yo, you can check another. Uh, if you need to see that list, too, you can go to our new website, kidsmusic604.com. Kidsmusic604.com. Yo, yes. don't we have a little gig on the 19th, too? December 19th? 18th. Oh. 18th. December 18th, 18th. we'll be... Kid, uh, 33 kids will be a part of the Christmas wrap and show. All the uh, proceeds, I believe, are going to uh, Incredible Ease's family. So it'll be a good fundraiser. Uh, shout out to Jay Swing for all the help with the Hookers Green Show, and as well yeah. as inviting us out to the uh, Christmas Rap Party. It'd be cool to be in the same uh, same building, all doing one track with uh, like Swollen and yeah. Rascals yeah, no and Mad Checkmate and That's Concise. Badass. Yeah, That's super uh, dope. Sunreal, all those cats. Honestly, being part of that showcase is definitely a nice fucking tip of the hat. 
from the industry to uh, you guys and you guys deserve it you know Cheers, you guys uh, you. working really hard these last uh, few years and especially i hope uh, this year coming up um is even bigger and even better uh you guys can always check out kids at 33 kids music that's their facebook you check out facebook.com slash 33 kids music you can also go to youtube.com slash 33 kids music uh-huh. uh you can also check them out on twitter at 33 underscore kids that's us and uh what else can oh uh we're gonna throw to a record here wait we have a new website that just got up we were just talking about kidsmusic604.com yeah yeah that's us oh i didn't oh wait wait we'll save this but as you were just saying you're right kidsmusic604.com yeah crazy wow we should all go there yeah (laughs) see there's all sorts of uh thank god there's all sorts of info on the crew affiliates too we talk about all that a little technique there uh-huh. Do you guys really bring that up already? Yeah. Yeah, Dude. don't worry about it. Oh. Don't worry. Are sessions like this with you? Where it's like, yo, you guys done? <laughs> well, this <laughs> one time in Montreal. Yo, this one time. In Montreal, he comes yo, up. Yo, it was late, all right? It was late. It was, it's been, it was yeah. like 5 a.m. It's been a lot of long trip. Because remember, we're on the whole other side of the country. There might have been a lot of consumption of substances. Stuff. Uh, air. Just stuff. And, and he goes, you guys, did I, did I brush my teeth already? Wow! And I did. wasn't sure. I, did. I just, I just brushed my out. teeth. I just brushed. Oh, it was my a teeth. dental emergency. It almost turned into an issue. Well, I just, I, I just want to be hygienic. It was good on tour. Yeah, yeah. And see, here we come to our full circle point. Look at that. I was see, gonna say this. I was gonna say this because we started on farts, right? That's right. And I, here we, I ate a lot of beans today. I've been farting a lot during this whole thing. Well, here we come to Sorry, uh, full circle. Full circle, and uh, we're gonna go to some music. But uh, I was thinking we play something from you guys. You guys have an idea? What do you want to play? Something off the. We always close the show with. uh, Are we gonna play some locks now? Or we always always close the show with. uh, It's got to be relevant to the goddamn cast. Come on, boys. Oh, boys, it's got to be relevant to the guest. Cast cassette. Nightcap or something like that. What do you guys want to listen to? uh, No. Let's do I'm really glad we decided. Cold outside. Really glad we cold outside to fit the the weather, man. Yeah, because it's. Produced by Calvin. Yeah. Oh, sounds good, man. So we're gonna play "Cold Outside" by Kids. Yeah. By Kids. Yes. Yeah. And it's uh, produced by Calvin Smola, <sighs> one of my favorite producers. Good, talented dude. Oh, you too kind. And uh, yeah, we're gonna go in there. As always, you can always follow me at md underscore boomsday, or you can email me directly at partnerdpromo at gmail.com. Boomsday. And always. Uh, I just want to plug and let you guys know. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate all the love and all the questions and stuff. I know these guys do. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to following. We're going to have uh, Zenny D Wonderpants on next week. Ooh, and uh, it'll be his first time on the show. I'll have him come by and we'll have a little chat, a little long-form conversation. That's and, awesome. uh, yeah, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, let's go into uh, Cold Outside. Cold Outside. Heat it up. 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 Yo, and, thank you for everything. Uh, yeah, thank thanks you. so much for having oh, us. Sorry, Liz. Guys. For the smells. Oh, you guys are uh, more than welcome all the goddamn time. Every time. Open door policy, boys. Pleasure, pleasure, yes. Definitely. Thanks for coming out. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Told me to hit them with a flow like snow in the winter. My soul is my own, unresemble that I never sold that it. it's worth more than all the world's gold. You can work all your life, your dreams get blown away like herbs. Smoke, you hurt, you don't. It's like the world's getting colder. You need to set your own precedence like Marilyn Monroe. It's when it's cold out, there's no doubt what I'm gonna do. Bring it back to the crib and cut it up like a cool paw. Too strong when I hit it, you lose warm, so chill out if you hot headed. My crew will come to cool you off like a baptism. That's a blessing for your head. Peace, like the two point of bliss that hits them below 20. You use a softer than a lab, you might see.
a bust The kid is cooler than an igloo You better bundle up before we can do and Kids with the vision heated up in a So cold you could go blue in it But I wear my character like a snowsuit Protective ignorance gleams like a population Thinking like the Charlie Sheen winning seems fitting These metaphysical, theological, cosmicologists Opinionation, yes Might become the sort of prison cell boutique Where you can color your world with anything that you seek So love me, hate me, self-centric fallout Self-exile, but I ain't deep, y'all shallow Now I'm ass out chasing black clouds And I take what I can get because these people so fragile Tell me what the fuck is going on Big brother making you a worrier Weary in a hurry, huh? I bring the fury in a wordy flurry, icy flow, chilling to your bones like I'm a walking hyperbole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kids with the vision heated up in the winter. Kids in the kitchen heated up in the winter. Kids with the lyrics heated up in the winter.